0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of On the Circuit, a show where we have conversations that spark innovation. On this week's episode, we are recording live at the Market Council Summit 2022 at a podcast booth sponsored by Halo Investing. I'm your host, Johnny Sanquist, CEO and founder of Three Crowns Marketing. And my guest is Anand Seth, the founder and CEO of Pulse360. Thanks for coming on, Anand.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, Johnny. I, I, I love this opportunity.
0: I'm really excited to talk with you about some of the things that Pulse360 does really well. Um, you guys do some really fascinating things with client meetings for advisors, and you also have a different take on integrations that i'm personally like really excited to talk about um because i think the the path you're going down is exactly where i hope more integrations go so let's start though with client meetings it's it, it's like everything in this industry is uh built to push uh, advisors and in, into and help them schedule more meetings right like I'm a marketer. My job is to get advisors more meetings and like yeah. all these tech platforms, their job is for, it's like uh take advisor operational responsibilities and stuff and take it away so that they can be in meetings more. Um yes. And so everybody's very, very focused on doing these things around the meetings, but they're not super focused on actually making those meetings themselves better and the post process and, and making all of that. Incredible for advisors. But yes. that's what that's you're focused on. Yeah. Yes. So kind of drop me a real quick summary of Full 360 and then what you guys are doing to improve the actual meeting experience for advisors and for their clients.
1: Yeah, sure. Just to kind of give a little background, I was in the industry for about two decades myself. Um, so I've done thousands of client meetings. Um, as advisors, our goal is to provide like a, we're in four seasons, so a four seasons type of a client experience. But behind the scenes, we have hair on fire, uh, things falling through uh, the cracks. We're, you know, duct taping different technology and processes, and that's just not the way. And I looked at like, hey, this is very taxing to every practice, and how can we solve this? And that turns out to be the biggest bottleneck for advisors is meetings. As you you know mentioned, we are having more and more meetings. Well, meetings are at the heart of every practice. And just like a heart needs a consistent blood flow, if you don't have meeting prep and meeting follow-up running efficiently and streamlined, you're gonna choke up your practice. And so that's where we decided to focus and help advisors uh, give you a tool where you can streamline your entire meeting process. It's scalable and repetitive so that you're not worried about hey did i send an agenda out did i send a meeting summary and if you have three or four advisors on a team they may be all doing different things in different places with pulse you do it all in a single place and it just uh, helps tremendously for that client experience and you don't have hair on fire all the time
0: i mean that sounds like a a big win not to have the hair on the fire anymore (laughs) yeah i (laughs) i even relate to that myself just running from meeting to meeting um feel like i could benefit from polls even in my company (laughs) um one thing you said though is uh doing more uh within yeah which kind of leads into what you were telling me before we started recording which Mm -hmm. was about how you guys are approaching integrations yes and you guys are really focused on just putting more well, it seems like to me like um, micro actions almost from mm-hmm. other applications into Pulse, That's which correct. is a fascinating approach. So, just kind of give us the download on how you guys uh, approach integration building. Sure. And um, why why you think it's a benefit to be able to do it like you do? Sure.
1: So, yeah, we have a totally different way of looking at integration. We feel. Um, the industry should move towards more embedded, um, applications where, for example, right now, you know, if you're running or you want to create a task, um, for your team, you just finished a meeting. You don't need to open up five different applications to try and do that. You should just be in a single application and then click a few buttons to actually start the action items in the different software. You know, example is right now we integrate with the CRMs, one of them being Redtail. You can create from from our software a task or trigger a workflow back in Redtail directly from Pulse without the advisor or the team having to jump out of Pulse. Um, And I think that level of integration is where the industry should head because it's not just a data feed. It's actually doing micro actions directly in one one place and you moving on then to go somewhere else, right? Do other other
0: meetings. Yeah. I think that that's a very modern take on things. Like if you look at other operating systems, you'll see that type of functionality. Like um, do you have an iPhone or do you have an Android? Android. You're an Android guy. It, may, it might have this to you, but on, on, uh, it probably has it already because Apple kind of adds features after Android. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm an Apple fanboy, I have to admit it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have uh app clips so that uh, developers are able to just take like a teeny piece out of their app then allow you to run it somewhere else in the OS or from another app and yep. and just it will do what you want quickly and just get on with your day which is basically the approach that you guys are taking yes and yeah. it's it's something that people are getting used to, I would hope, now. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, you know, because I have the two decades of experience, I know what advisors are doing at the ground level yeah. uh, and as well as what the team is supposed to be doing and all of these things, right? So we looked at it from that angle uh, and just said, hey, let's cut out all the time of switching back and forth between applications. A lot of times people don't even end up putting data into where it needs to go just because they don't want to do it. so right? hard to do. Yeah. yeah. And so with this approach... It's a single interface that now integrates with various different software, risk allies, Precise FP. Mm-hmm. You don't have to jump out of it, right? And that's a very similar concept of what you just described with what iPhones are doing, right, with this uh, mini apps, mm-hmm. uh, basically, or mini actions in our case.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love to hear about just the innovative approach that yeah. you're bringing to the yeah. tech stack. Last question for you. Sure. We're about, in 2023 almost Mm -hmm. there yep what do you think advisors need to really be on the lookout for um with maybe new technology trends that Mm -hmm. are just beginning to take shape like what's going to be really important for advisors to know as we start the new year
1: yeah so we're we actually introduced um a, a smaller version of ai into our software that helps advisor clarify their client communication. Okay. A lot of times we we talk very complex language mm-hmm. and we think the clients are understanding but we have a what you know as Donald Miller says in his story brand yes. we have a curse of knowledge. Uh-huh. Um so the other party is not necessarily understanding so we introduce uh AI rephrase AI to uh, make whatever you're saying in a more simpler way. Now I think AI is going to play a bigger factor for us where we want to take it the next level where it automatically, if you say, I want to send you a, or I'm going to send you some paperwork, it automatically creates the task where humans don't need to even do that. And that's the type of AI that we're looking at building out from our perspective. And I think that's where the huge efficiency and the gain mm-hmm. and the scale will come for
0: advisors. Okay, I am down with that. I'm seeing a lot more practical applications of AI coming into the industry yeah. and that is maybe one one of if not the coolest uh, capability yeah. I've heard of so yeah. I'm excited to see more of that from you yeah Anon thank you for coming in to do this interview with me appreciate you
1: thank you Johnny for the time I appreciate it
0: Hey, this is Johnny Sanquist, the CEO and founder of Three Crowns Marketing. We're taking a quick break before we get to interview number two, so I can introduce you to who we are at Three Crowns. We're a full service marketing partner for high level service professionals, and we get to launch, scale, and grow unforgettable brands that are changing the world through technology and advice. So whether you need an updated brand, new website, ongoing marketing support, you want to launch a podcast, we have got you covered no matter what you want to do. And that's all I'll say about us for right now. You can check us out on threecrownsmarketing.com and let's get to interview number two. My guest today is Scott Schur, the Managing Director of Trading and Execution. or at Flyer Financial Technologies. Scott, thank you for uh, chatting with me.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So I uh, want to talk to you about trading, trading software, the importance of, of it and and the different, I guess, functionality and capabilities that advisors should be aware of uh, that goes along with that category of tech. But before we get into those types of things, lay the groundwork for who Flyer Financial Technologies is and what you do. You guys, in my mind, are like these the secret pipes behind all the trades. And yeah, we're well,
2: like the intel inside for trading. Yeah, it's wild. Um, you know, Flyer Financial Technology started off as a, Fix tools. What fix is? Fix is the is the language and network for communicating trades across counterparties. Uh, we started our business 15 years ago, building tools. We have a d- domain and background of, of really good fintech people coming from BlackRock, Advent, um, Morgan, St- Investnet, you know, Morgan Stanley. We have a wealth of of uh, you know providers, you know, and employees who who come from the space. And what we do is we provide the tools to communicate the trades, the network to communicate the trades over, and then we have a, we have a trading front end, an order management system, or OMS as it's called, to manage the trades and also construct the trades in some instances. Mm. Uh, we're a very API-driven company. We believe that folks will wanna use our presentation tools and some wanna build their own workflows and presentations within their own applications. Uh, We provide both. So we're, you know, we, we provide a wealth of technology. And I think one of the real advantages for us is a lot of order management trading tools started, um, the other way, started maybe as we need to build trades and we need to construct trades. So we built something and it built maybe within an advisor and that becomes a tool that becomes very useful and then they build trading in front of it. And then they may say, well, this is something we want to market to others. Sure. Um well those tools are they, they well, they have good functionality, but they won't necessarily build for scale because you know when you build an application, you build it for the environment around you. If you're sure. building for a small mm-hmm. office, mm-hmm. uh, you don't necessarily need to have the scale. What flyer financial technologies, we came the other way. We came from building the tools. And then once we had the tools, we built a trading network. And what a trading network is, is this is is, is basically the, the, the freeway for all the traffic of of trade traffic that goes back and forth between counterparties and, and advisors. Um, so we had to build, as building that, we had to build it for scale. We had to be able to handle millions of transactions and trades daily. Once we had that network up and running... We then started saying, well, now we need a front end for trading. Mm-hmm. And so that led to building Copilot, which is our order management system. And Copilot allows you via the RUI or via API to, con- to place trades in, to manage them, to work them on the market, to trade them away, to communicate uh, end-of-day allocations to the custodian or broker, um, and then provide that whole trading front end some compliance sits in front of it as well. The next logical step for us was building out trade construction tools. So like rebalancing tools, uh, you know, single account orders, being able to monitor intraday positions, you know, it's commonly called a LIBOR, intraday books and records. So we're basically keeping track of all the trades throughout the day, whereas a custodian may have start of day positions, and that's what you're looking at. You obviously will have everything by the end of the day, but throughout the day, all trades that flow through Copilot are valued and managed. So you know exactly where you are. Your client calls you up and they want to know, what's my cash right now? Mm-hmm. You'll be able to tell them that.
0: Wow. So there's obviously like a lot of different ways we could take this conversation because you guys much so. have so so many different faces to the company. But the one I'll choose for now is to go down, I think I like the order of management system route. Mm-hmm. So. You know, a lot of advisory firms they still kind of do trading rebalancing mm-hmm. through a spreadsheet, or they'll use you know a custodian tool to uh, mm-hmm. execute trades. Yeah. Um, so, in your mind, what's the ne- what's the necessity of having a dedicated, you know, OMS piece in the tech stack?
2: Efficiency, auditability, and compliance. Uh, the ability to. Uh, focus more on being an advisor to your clients than sure. being a paper pusher. Yeah. And a lot of times when you're working with custodial platforms you're dealing with a lot of uploading and and sending files over in different formats and different ways that people want to see things. It's just not a good use of time mm-hmm. for an advisor. And so we provide the tools to make that advisor more efficient, have a have a, you know, auditability so they can go back and understand what they did and when. And
0: yeah. Yeah. And and one of the other things, which is gonna be the next thing that that I'd like to ask you about, uh, is it gives you a lot of extra functionality that you it, it'd be kinda hard to do manually on your own without no MS, mm-hmm. like uh trading at a household level. Right. Which yeah. is something that increasingly, you know, I'm more aware of uh, a a desire for mm-hmm. advisors to have this type of functionality and to trade at a household level. So Break that down for us. Um, what what's that mean? How's that different than maybe the the more tra- not more traditional, but the account based trading method? Yeah, and then why is it advantageous? Like, mm-hmm. why is it becoming uh, gaining so much mind share?
2: Well, traditionally, you know, a client would have a custodial account, and that account would be. Where their portfolio, their account was managed, and it was just they had a single investment tied to a single strategy, and that was their entire investment strategy. Over the what's happened in over the years, and is um, wealth has you know grown, and people have money in different places. People may have real estate, they may have IRAs, they may have taxable, non-taxable accounts, they may have a trust. So looking at one single account, you're really not getting a holistic view of the wealth that that client has. And it doesn't mean you're necessarily always going to trade on that consolidated because you might not even have access to, to trade some of those other. But, but what you want to understand is how you're exposed in the market looking at it from a relationship level. Now, householding relationships could be a single person with multiple you know accounts sure. it could be a family of accounts, mm-hmm. it could be just a wife and, and husband. Mm-hmm. It, and so there, there's a lot of variations of household and relationship, but essentially what it really means is that you're looking at at investors or a family of investors, um, whole wealth, and what you're able to do is really identify how they look in the market. For example, I could be overweight in a sector. At the household level, but if I'm looking at a single at a single account, everything looks fine. Mm-hmm. So being able to have that holistic view uh, really provides just a lot of transparency and value to the advisor.
0: So in your mind, one of the the key benefits is that risk management. Piece yes, of the very puzzle. much so. So it's a very huge so. piece of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. All right, Scott, that's going to do it for us today. I appreciate you coming in to share about Flyer and help us kind of stay on top of some of those uh, trading trends that are happening. You're very welcome,
2: Tony. Thank you very much.